Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Soker. Hey, Dave. Hello, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's been a while, huh? Ah, feels like it. Yeah, a little while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we had a good holiday break and stuff. Sure. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, we're back in, uh, it's like the home stretch, I would say. There's not yeah. very minutes left to this thing. Oh, definitely. We got like, uh, I don't know, 18 minutes maybe. Mm. Um, so yeah, well, let's, uh, let's jump back in. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Uh, here we go. We're on a uh, minute 98 of the voyage home. Uh, minute 98 starts with, uh, Jillian giving us her job title and, uh, <laughs> ends a minute later with Sulu yelling 8.1. <laughs> I felt a little bit like Doc Brown just then. So that's not, that was not my 1. best. 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. That wasn't my best Sulu impression. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so it starts out with Jillian. I am a whale biologist. That is the uh, opening line in the minute. Okay, I think we're done here. Yeah, Let's move right. on to minute 99. Uh, so she says, suppose by some miracle you do get them through. Um, uh, I would be... So does so so she's already given her position that they're not making it. Well, I, yeah, that's what I was like. You know, if I... In my life, you know, what scenarios have I been in my life, like, you know, where I've had to say to someone, well, suppose by some miracle we make it through this thing. Like, yeah. Would, wouldn't you be terrified? Absolutely. I would be, you know, I would be prostrate on the floor, just like crying. Like, we're never going to make it. Like, screw those whales. Right. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> uh, but she's very, you know, uh, you know, her point is, you know, suppose they do make it. Um, right. Who in the 23rd century knows anything about humpback whales? Right. But I think you and I, I think we all know the answer to that question. Yeah. It's Spock. It's the smartest it man alive. Smartest man alive. Look, I'm sure he knows everything about humpback whales. I think <laughs> I think there are people there that probably have knowledge. Yeah. There's records, right? Would they have records of humpback whales? I would think so. Maybe no personal hands-on experience, but uh, yeah. does Jillian have the hands-on experience that Spock now does? Right? He was in the tank with him. It was, it was absolutely. He yeah. could speak to him. He knows yeah. they were pregnant. Right. Yeah, Jillian couldn't do that, or yeah. probably not as easily as Spock did it. Right. Um, but I mean, but they do like her. So. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so. Uh, so I, Kirk, I feel you... like I feel I feel like for this moment where we are, you know. Last minute, Kirk says it means that our chances of getting home are not good. You might have lived a longer life. So it's all serious. Hmm. But the two interactions they have here is, you know, suppose, you know, and she plays a coy with her smile at the end. You know, uh, who in the 23rd century knows anything about humpback whales? And then Kirk's like, well, you have a point, you know. I meet you in the uh, oh, uh, the officers' club later. You know, it's like they're, it's like they're, you know, they're they're flirting with each other, and they potentially could die. <laughs> like I just feel like that's a little weird. It's uh, it's that balance. Yeah, it depends. There's isn't there isn't that a thing with you know uh, relationships starting under duress or whatever you know they're, they're kinda, <laughs> uh, 
So maybe that's just like, we're going to die. Yeah. I love you. you know, I it's that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, your Jillian just then sounded like Jerry Seinfeld. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, the ship starts shaking, and not because of Kirk and Jillian. But, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, Scotty yells out, you know, I think you better get up there. We're having a power fall off. Right. Um, one, that, you know, in all the Star Trek I've watched over the years, yep. uh, that feels like a new phrase to me. How often do they talk about power fall-offs? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, well, I don't know. I is it just the wording? Is it just the wording that you're, like, is it the power fall-off, or is it like we're losing power, power drain? Yeah, you know, uh, just, just the batteries, you know, we're reserves only, um, uh, warp drive is failing. I don't know. Just power fall off doesn't seem like a popular. Right. It, it strike. It struck me as a, a unique way of describing, you know, power issues. Hmm. Um, so you know, I just can't think of you know Jordy talking about power fall offs or even Scotty. Right. Um, did they? Was there an engineer on DS Nine? No. Yeah, it was Miles O'Brien. Oh, I thought he was like the janitor. <laughs> No, he was the because he went from that was the whole thing is like he went from being on Next Generation as the you know the transporter chief and he was getting a quote promoted to be the engineer the chief engineer of DS Nine. Oh, that was okay. That was his gig. Yeah, that was his it's, gig. Again, again, I, I, I'm still in my like season one rewatch of that, which is just a slog. Right. And he's just all he's doing is like fixing replicators and like you know disarming Cardassian booby, booby traps. Seems like that's all he does. <laughs> What does he get around to doing cool yeah. stuff? When that thing, when does that thing start flying? That's what I want to know. When do they start flying it through the wormhole? They're going to do that, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Nah. I don't. I don't even know if I honestly have finished. Uh, uh, you know, I watched it when it was first on. I was yeah. super excited. Yeah. And you know, the first season's kind of cheesy, but they really get into some of the stuff. And I think about the time they brought Worf back on is when I might have fallen off. It was when you and fell I, off. I, okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, oh. I think uh, it's funny because I, uh, I think it's I, I think it's DS Nine, and I just I just read something uh, over the weekend that was talking about Enterprise. Like, oh, Enterprise season three is when it got really good, right? And I'm like, well, why can't they just start there? <laughs> start yeah, start why, really good. Why do we want to have to slog through the first two seasons of eh, uh, to get to the good stuff? Because it makes these rewatchings uh, a little painful, right? Sometimes, yeah. It's hard to it's hard to binge twenty two episodes of. Eh. You know what I mean? It is sometimes, yeah. I agree. Um. Anywho. Uh, yes. Yeah, back to back to uh, this. Okay. So one thing I did want to note, as uh, you know, they're they're bouncing around there. Um, you know, the Jillian says, you know, what was that? And is they 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 pan over to uh, you know they switch they cut over to. To Scotty, yeah. and he says, "Admiral, I think you better get up there. We're having a fall off. Is he on like, um, you know, when you go to the hospital and you're, you, you know, you're in the emergency room or your room, and they have those mobile, um, those mobile things that are on wheels. Yeah, it's yeah. like whether it's the EKG or the, yeah. or the, you know, or the paddles or whatever. It's like it's like a big device on wheels. His thing is moving around. Now, I thought this was a stationary unit." I'm guessing he's got one of those EKG machines that's, if you watch it, between like 15 seconds, 15 and 16, 
you'll see it moving around. Yeah. It's yeah. not like like I'm guessing they didn't do a very good job of making this stationary. <laughs> and well, I, I just I just thought it was weird that it, I you know, it was a odd choice there. I think it's um I don't know how obvious it is when you play back just, you know, at a regular rate, but I'm I'm kind of, you know, so flipping back and forth and you can you can definitely see it, you know, it's like swiveling. Right, and I don't know if, if it's supposed to just like, look like it's bouncing, right? Like the the ship is bouncing, so it's bouncing. Um, but you're right; it could be. I wonder if it's um, uh, if it's like you know set dressing that it's it's meant to move around so that they can like you know they they can move the camera like to the other oh, side maybe, of the oh, thing, maybe, and, yeah. and he can just you know we're not you know the us nerds aren't necessarily going to notice that. Hey, how come he's facing the same direction every, right. in every shot? Um, so maybe it's just made to move around this the set. And he's just not Maybe. doing a good job of holding it in place. Someone forgot to put the brake on. Do you think he's shaking it to make it give the illusion that the ship is shaking? Uh, you know, we've all seen we've all seen those YouTube videos of yeah. of how they uh, they're moving, but the, the the scene is not moving, or whatever it is, or how, however they do it. Um, I'm wondering if he, with his left arm, there is actually sort of jimmying the the, the you know the shelf there to give it the illusion. That it's uh you know it's bumpy it's a bumpy ride it could, could be definitely in that 15 second mark it looks like yeah. he's moving it it's a little bit later in the 26 second mark it looks a little more natural but right um, uh, I, I had a question a similar question to these shots with Scotty is uh, what's going on on the display screen above him because uh, I can't tell if it's, it's still like a wolf well I was wondering is the computer still running that analysis they were running earlier, trying to locate oh, the whales. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. So is it still flipping through all the animals on Earth? Like if someone forgot to turn it off? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Or if someone forgot to change the the window dressing on the screen. Mm. Uh, but, <laughs> so you think it's a wolf, huh? It looks like a wolf. I guess so. Maybe a kid's drawing of a wolf. I don't know. It looks like it's got legs and... Actually, you know what? It, it is the humpback whale. It's totally the... Get out. Yeah, because it's the fins. I look like the legs. And then, the, yeah, I totally... I, it does look like the humpback whale. So it's probably an, an analysis of the whale. Okay. So wolf, whale. It's wolf, whale. It's the old wolf, whale. The wolf, whale. All right. Uh, so Kirk, apparently, so he's got to go up to the bridge for this incident. When, yep. I would think this would be the time to hang out with the engineer when they're having a power fall off, but yeah, he's, uh, I guess he's got to give orders. So he's he got to be, be on the bridge. Yeah, he's gonna be on the bridge. Captain's got to be on the bridge. Uh, and Scotty just tells her to hold on tight. It gets bumpy yep. from here. I don't know if that's supposed to be reassuring or not. She seems okay. Yep. Not too concerned. Oh, well, it's gonna be a miracle, right? They're gonna get through it. Sure. Uh, so now I get some questions. Sure. So from there, before Kirk gets to the bridge, we have a uh, an outer space shot, uh, mm. and the bird of prey is zooming away from Earth. Uh, looks like is that supposed to be the warp uh, special effects? Is it? Al- yeah. Are they already warping? Yeah, they've already warped. Um, that's right. They started warping in 96, minute yeah. 96. My question, I guess my question is, and I probably already asked it in 96 and I've forgotten, but 
why do they, why are they in such a rush? You know, why can't they just get out in, you know, just zoom up off of Earth, get out into space, say, get past the moon, and then warp? Right. Like, mm. I mean, they they warp from like in the atmosphere. That's we did talk about that a little bit, right? They warp from in the yep. atmosphere. Um, but you know, how many are they shaving minutes off their travel time by 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 warping immediately? <laughs> you know, why? What? I know it's a rush, but this seems a little much to me. Um, I don't. I I don't have an answer. The only thing I can think of is the fact that you know I've I've said it before that they're. They're, they're on borrowed time in the sense that these are reconstituted dilithium crystals from, you know, the gadget that Spock builds that, re, you know, re-energize them with the, uh, the photons from the fusion uh, energy. So my guess is, is that they got to get back there as soon as possible because the ship's probably not going to make it. I see. All right. And, you know, we'll find out in a minute. Uh, or, or Spock had said all the different things that could potentially go wrong here is because he's got all the all the stuff going around in his little you know Ruby script that um, you know he has to take into account uh, you know the the you know speed is no longer constant and you know they got the uh, four or five tons of or however many tons of whales they have and um, right. you know the, the water sloshing around and now so, picture like they've got like hundreds of whales. <laughs> 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 well, you know what I mean. Like, I do. I do. <laughs> I, I, I think. I think. You know. That's probably why they're having a power fall off. Even though I, I don't like the choice of words, it's probably. You know, they're carrying the whales, and even though they're in space, which I don't, I don't understand that whole. Is aren't you supposed to be weightless in space? I know they have gravity, obviously, because of some gravity thing that's on the ship. But yep. whatever. People. Yeah, yeah, super magnets. Um, but be that as it may, I think it's the the whole dilithium crystal, you know, scenario where they're having the fall, power fall off. So they do. The, it, it is a race against the clock to get back before the ship is no longer usable. All right. Because imagine like they can't try that trick again. Fair enough. Yeah, I I bought it. I'm in. You're so in. they get they're in so they're it's a race against they we, we've got I don't know how many races against the clock in this movie but there's another one yep. um, now they gotta we gotta get back to the future yeah uh, <laughs> before <laughs> before the dilithium runs out <laughs> got it all right great you know they just can't stop over and put a Miller light and a banana peel in with a Mister Fusion <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, or was it a Miller High Life? I think it was a Miller High Life. Uh, yeah, you would know better than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as Kirk gets on the bridge, um, I am instantly annoyed that it is not uh, Sulu calling out the warps. It's right. Scotty on over the intercom. Yes. But it's very inconsistent. I, I don't. Yeah. And I don't understand because they change halfway through this minute. Yeah. They switch over. Which is why i don't know the incongruity here it, it, because then scotty says he says mr suler that's all i can give you but yet so right now warp 7.5 warp 7.9 and then Chekhov yells out shields at maximum scotty then says hey that's all i can give you but yet somehow they're still able to go faster somebody must have turned off some lights 
the whole last 15 seconds of this 18 15 to 18 seconds makes my head spin watching it you know a minute at a time um <laughs> number one the, the reason you said why is scotty calling out the the warp the warp speeds because that should be zulu doing it yep. um so scotty then saying that's all i can give you and then kirk asking spock can we make breakaway speed and then spock responding with hardly <laughs> that's a l- i had a note there like stop <laughs> did, did spock say hardly yes that's i mean one you you, you want to initially take that as sarcastic right but that just seems like a just a weird phrasing for a spot to hardly yeah um, <laughs> i just <laughs> go ahead well my question was kirk asked can we make breakaway speed spock says hardly animal uh, hardly animal <laughs> admiral uh I can't even guarantee we can escape <laughs> the sun's gravity, but isn't that breakaway speed? Isn't that what? Yeah. Isn't that the definition of breakaway speed? I would think so. Yeah. So that that threw me off a little bit. Um, uh, anyway, what did you? Yeah, what was, I, what was I, throwing I, you? Was it the same no, thing just, or something else? Well, I think it's I think it's the fact that he's you know Kirk is so they're saying we're at maximum. You know, we're saying all I can give you. So that's seven point nine. Kirk says, can we make breakaway speed? Which, again, I think, you know, are they going to be able to slingshot around the sun? And Spock, I mean, saying hardly, that's not like uh, we might make it or, you know, there's a probability. No, it's hardly, which to me means uh, you got about a 20% chance. (laughs) If that. Like, you've got the low 20s, high teens, you're going to make it. and then he says, I shall attempt to compensate by altering our trajectory. Like, how? Like, if you go deeper into the sun's trajectory to get more, you know, gravity pull, like, you already don't have breakaway speed. You might gain some more, but are you just going to – you're going to be a cinder, you know, a cinder block and the, uh, you know, uh, burnt to a crisp. Well, here, here's – it's – here's – no, I disagree. I, there's got to be uh, – Spock, Spock has to be operating within – some safety limits, right? Like, you know, I'm gonna, my calculations are going to keep us, you know, uh, with a safety factor of 10% on either side that I'm not going to burn to a crisp or shoot off into the, you know, bounce the outer, off the... <laughs> yeah, outer edges of the solar system, whatever the opposite of, you know, crashing into yeah. the sun is. What, what, what is the opposite of crashing into the sun? I need to think about that for a minute. Uh, but I think he's operating within safety parameters, right? And so for him, you know, he's, he's, He's going to alter the trajectory. He's going to dip into his safety parameters a little bit. Like he might go from 10% to 5%, but he's, you know, he's not, he's not, he's, he's leaving him, he's leaving him, leaving himself some margin. It's all a guess, man. But <laughs> <laughs> um, who knows? This is, that's the thing. We don't know. This could be it. This could be the end of the movie. They're going to fly into the heart of the sun. Done. That would be fantastic. I, I think what, what, be equally fantastic is they could have set this they could have set this franchise up forever because let's just ponder for a second you know i know we're going to get to like minute 99 and and the rest of them let's just think for a minute (laughs) okay that they go back they slingshot around you know they they go through the next minute and you know the 
they're they're there, but they're not there. They're back like, in the future. Yeah, they're they're like back into a future. Ah, but yes. not the future that they were intending to go back to. And then you have a to be continued. Ooh, that's very. But we've seen that how many times though in the episodes, right? Isn't that uh? That a, oh, true. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, like you could you could have you could have set yourself up. Now you have a Star Trek Five where they're lost in time oh. and trying to get back, not only to get back to their own time. But to save the, the the world still, so like how awesome how awesome would that have been? I, okay, I, I love I love the concept of the you know getting back and you know they they messed up the timeline or they came back too late or whatever for whatever reason it's not the future you know they're not back where they were so they're like ah crud we got to do it again <laughs> oh, and then crud. you get into a Back to the Future two situation where now they're back on Earth they're back uh-huh. in San Francisco and now they're now they're, you know, they're following behind Spock and Kirk doing all their little adventures and getting the, selling the glasses and seeing the whales, meeting Jillian and, you know what I mean? And they're, they're hiding that behind. Would be, that would be fantastic. <laughs> you want to see that? That's what you want Star Trek V to be? It's got to be better than what it is, right? They could be, could they be better prepared? Like knowing like, okay, we got to go back again, but we know that dilithium is going to get messed up. So before we go, we need to, you know. We need to pack these things with us this time. Right. Um, Talk about – so they've already – how many – I don't even remember how many times they've already altered you know, the future, yeah. uh, you know, wrecked the prime directive. Yep. And just imagine going back and wrecking it even more. Like that would just be fantastic. So there's like no way for them to ever undo everything they did. They go back, they finally make it's like that one Sims I don't know if you ever saw that one Simpsons episode where Homer goes back to like uh I don't know if they have a time machine or whatever, but he goes back into like uh like the dinosaur times and like he like a mosquito comes and he like slaps the mosquito, but then he goes back and like everyone's got like mosquito heads or whatever. <laughs> and it's like he keeps going back to try and fix it and like everything's like different yeah. until he finally gets back to the one that's sort of like it, but everyone has like tongues like a lizard and he's like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Well, now I'm picturing them like they 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 have to go back in time, you know, over and over again to you know fix the mistakes or figure it right. all out till they get everything back to where it needs to be. But they have to do that one last step that like Bill and Ted did at the end of Bill and Ted's Adventure. Like, <laughs> Remember to drop a trash can right here, you know, and they drop yeah. it on top of the bad guy. <laughs> so they got to go set up all these. Anyway. Okay, that's a bad idea. That's right. So this again, this is how much we don't want to talk about the actual Star Trek V that's coming. Right? <laughs> uh, jumping back a few seconds, um, Mr. Scott saying, "You know, Mr. Sulu, that's all I can give you." Yep. Um, during that, uh, pretty sure that the uh, they are shaking the stage. Um, that is not the camera shaking because they, yes. they, Jillian and and Scotty look like they are like they are bouncing around like not. Not faking it. Right. Um, so you agree? Yes, I would okay. agree. Great. Okay. Um, That's all I can give you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so then I guess uh, after Spock says we're going to alter our trajectory, uh, Sulu gets to jump back in and yell Warp 8, Warp 8.1. Right. Yes. And then uh, So somehow they were able to squeeze a couple of nuggets of warp speed out of it. You know what they probably did? They probably started going downhill. Oh, maybe. I don't know. When you're well, clearly they moved. They, you know, that's he's compensating for the. You know, he's moving closer to the sun. They're they're they're, they're going to be a charcoal briquette in a minute. 
So, as long as he guessed correctly or guessed didn't <laughs> guess correctly. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Come on, it's Star Trek. Star Trek minute. All right, uh, I think that's all I got, man. I think that's it. I think that's where we end up. Eight point okay. one. Eight point one. Eight point one. Uh, that was a eight point one gigawatts. Yeah, it doesn't really fit. All right. Um, so let's uh, before we say goodbye, let's uh, say hello and uh, hey, you know what? We we keep talking. You can keep listening to us. We can listen to you if you head out to social medias, uh, Twitters, Facebooks, um, not Friendster, which you had recommended last time we were here. And there's you can't get a Friendster <laughs> account. I tried, uh, but you can't find us on MySpace. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, we're most places social media social medias are so you can find us there and throw questions our way or comments we'd love to hear from you and we'll be back back again in a couple of days talking about minute 99 of star trek 4 the voyage home here at star trek minute bye now goodbye <laughs>